Katrine Arafai is an essayist and playwright based in Berkeley, California, whose creative nonfiction has appeared in Free State Review, Meet for Tea, The Valley Review, and Waterstone Review, and was received with acclaim at numerous literary events in California, including Action Fiction in San Francisco and Rorschach in Los Angeles. Her play The Elbesnopsers was selected by the Midtown International Theater Festival in New York City for production in the Fall 2016 Festival, and reached the semifinalist round of the Ivoryton, Connecticut Playhouse's inaugural Women Playwrights Initiative later that year. In 2018, the play was selected for production during the Iranian Drama Festival, which is held annually in Heidelberg, Germany, and was also performed at Central Stage in Richmond, California in the spring of 2019. Katrine's latest theatrical work is the trilogy Peace, A Massacre, and The Umbrella, which premiered at Plaxel Gallery in New York City in June of 2019. Katrine has a master's degree in piano performance and pedagogy from the Nesson Academy of Music in Moscow, Russia. When she is not writing, she is busy at Golden Key Piano School in Berkeley, California, where she is the artistic director and head teacher. You can find out more about Golden Key Piano School at their website, goldenkeypianoschool.com, and you can find out more about Katrine on Instagram at Katrine underscore RFI. That's at K-A-T-R-I-N underscore A-R-E-F-Y. For this reading of A Massacre, the role of the woman is played by Leia Rose. The role of the elderly man is played by Stephen Brocco. The role of the tall man is played by Remy Schaefer. The role of the young woman is played by Julie Stackhouse. And the role of the bald man is played by Tom Schmidt, with stage directions and cues read by Isaac J. Connor. A Massacre, a play in one act by Katrine Arafai. Cast of characters, the woman, a middle-aged woman wearing a patterned dress. The elderly man, an elderly man with a heavy body who walks slowly. His breathing is noisy and labored when he walks. The tall man, a tall, slim man in jeans and a t-shirt with a pencil tucked behind his ear. The young woman, a slim, short, young woman in a short skirt. A bald man in a suit. Scene, an office. Time, the present. Act one, scene one. Setting, five bodies piled up in a heap, center stage, three underneath and two on top of them. An office desk and chair are located upstage, stage left. The table is covered with piles of letters. An office desk and a chair are located center stage, right center. A phone, a pile of newspapers and letters, and some office stationery are on this desk. A big garbage bin is downstage left. A small garbage bin is next to the desk upstage, stage left. At rise, the woman is sitting at the desk upstage left, busy opening letters. The elderly man is busy taking the small garbage bin to the big garbage bin, emptying the small garbage bin, bringing it back to its place, exiting stage left with the big bin and returning with it. The bald man is sitting at the office desk center stage, stage right, with his feet on the desk, working on a crossword in a newspaper. The tall man is endlessly measuring the wall stage right in a random zigzag way and making notes. The young woman has a pen and a clipboard in her hands and is walking, checking everybody's work and writing a report. Advertising, advertising, ads, ads, commercial. Oh, okay, good. Here we got a client today. What is a 10 letter word for empathy? Empathy? Yes, it starts with C-O-M-P, comp. Comp? Companion? A-N-I, no, that is nine letters. Commercial. For empathy? Compressor? 10 letters. 
Commercial also has 10. Nine. C-O-M-M-E-R-C-I-A-L. 10. It cannot be both commercial and compressor. This crossword must be wrong. What's that? A client, a new order. Ah, ah. Are you okay? You are okay. Ah! A massacre. Here in my office? Wait a minute. This is not a massacre. What is it then? Holy, thank God it happened before we got here. Thank God it didn't happen to us. It could have. A massacre needs to have at least eight victims. This is only four or five people. Four or five people? That is called homicide then, not a massacre, a homicide. That is brutal. The bodies are wet. They are soaked as if they were taken out of the ocean. That's impossible. We are not close to any ocean. Maybe a river? We don't have a river in our town. We only have a creek. That's all. Well, it could be a lake or, I don't know, uh... We don't have a lake nearby either. A pool! They committed suicide in a pool and then walked here. Suicide? Three people together at the same time? Couldn't one of them stop the other two? There are not three bodies. There are four or five. But... Why should they have committed suicide? Yes, why should they? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Unless they've been really, really, really depressed. You are too sensitive. If three people are dead here in my office, even if it is a mass suicide, I will call it a massacre. There, there are not three, there are four or five. When you say four or five, do you mean there are four or there are five? Well, I don't know that we can investigate, but neither four or five is enough to make it a massacre. So, in this case, it doesn't matter. It must be a mass suicide. And it must have been really, really, really sad. You are too sensitive. It cannot be an act of suicide since no one is sad in our town. It must be a massacre. No, no one is sad here in our town. No one is sad. No one. Unless they are not from around here. People from other places can be pretty depressed sometimes, and they will do anything to get here. Anything. They want to get here dry or soaked. Gosh, we, we should bury them before the office starts to stink. We can't. Why? We need to know their identity, nationality, religion, if any. Since they committed suicide, we should be able to find out. They did not commit suicide. We have already made that clear. There is no river in town, and that stupid little creek couldn't even kill a stupid little raccoon. This is a massacre. A massacre needs at least eight dead bodies! Here there are only four or five! Enough! Get back to work. 
Let them stay here until they die. Aren't they dead already? They are definitely not breathing anymore. But otherwise, they look exactly like us. Except that they are soaked. Am I being too sensitive again? There are so many dead bodies in the world, soaked or dry. What can we do? There's nothing we can do. Can't do much. Don't take everything too close to your heart, especially when you can't talk about it or can't do much about it. But these decided to come here right in the middle of the office. So maybe we should bury them no matter what. But if you bury them the wrong way, then... What is the wrong way? Imagine if you say the wrong prayer for the dead person. They might end up going to the wrong hell. It is all advertising. Small chair. Five bodies. One is bald. One is a bald man. One is a taller man in jeans and a t-shirt. A tall man in jeans and a t-shirt. A woman wearing a patterned dress. A female body in a patterned dress. A young woman in a miniskirt. In a miniskirt. And a fat man eating his sandwich. And a fat man eating his... They, they evidently committed a mass suicide for... <laughs> and what should I write? You know, what is the reason that they... That is not for us to know. These things are complicated. Bonkers. This is crazy. Yes, bonkers for crazy. Bonkers works for crazy. The elderly man has finished eating. He exits stage right and brings a huge pile of letters and puts it on the woman's desk. The tall man and the young woman get back to their work. The elderly man sits on the chair that he dragged in and soon falls asleep sitting in it. The woman makes room on her desk, takes out her lunchbox, opens it, and sets her food up carefully all over the desk. Takes salt and pepper and seasons the food. Takes a napkin from her bag and carefully lays it on her lap. Starts eating, making noises, making noise as her utensils hit the dish. The weekend forecast will be hot and dry with temperatures in mid-90s. Hmm. 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 Holy shoe. Are you okay? Oh, she screams, seeing the dead bodies in the middle of the office as if she were seeing them for the first time. The bald man takes earplugs from his pocket to put his, into his ears, but notices the corpses and takes his earplugs out. Puts the earplugs back in his pocket, and out of excitement, takes his feet off the table. A massacre? Here in my office? Wait a minute. This is not a massacre. What is it then? Gosh, thank, thank God it happened before we got here. Thank God it didn't happen to us. Could have. Wait. A massacre needs to have at least eight victims. There are only four or five bodies here. This must be the result of a homicide, then, not a massacre. 
Another homicide. How brutal. The bodies are soaked as if they were taken out of the sea. The closest sea is too far away from our town. Or a river. We don't have a river in our town. We only have a small creek that couldn't even kill a small stupid raccoon. But it could have been a lake or I don't know. A pool! They, they committed suicide in a pool and then walked here. Suicide? Three people committed suicide at the same time? Couldn't one have stopped the other two? There are not three. There are four or five. But why should they have committed suicide? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Unless they've been really, really, really depressed. But no one is depressed in our town, so it can't be a mass suicide. It must be a massacre. No, no one is sad here in our town. Unless they are not from around here. Around here. People from other places, places can get pretty depressed sometimes, and they will do anything to get here. Anything. They want to get here dry or soaked. Black eye. End of scene. That was cool. I would have so much trouble keeping a straight face during that entire performance. It would be so difficult. I know, like the first, like, ah, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah. Oh, the banter was so good. I was going to say, really that, was good. Great. that was great. That was I really fun. enjoyed that. I like, as soon as they like noticed the bodies again, like it kind of like dawned on me, like, like kind of like the whole point of it and I was like reading it and I'm like having like an existential crisis while I'm like reading the words I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> it was really cool it was especially entertaining for for me I'm sure for Katrine as well uh yeah that, I, I played the bald man in that one so you know no typecasting but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah it was uh it was great I, I mean it's just you know not to whatever but Katrine is a brilliant writer. And so when she writes this absurd stuff, it's so amazing. Uh, you know, as an actor, most of us want to be elastic. So I, my, I love dramatic work. It's just, I absolutely love dramatic acting. But I have to do a farce every now and then and do stuff that's gonna stretch me, do commercials where everything's bright and shiny just to remain elastic as an actor. And we were, we were in rehearsal for this, I mean, for weeks, and the the two actors, which are they were fine actors, playing the tall man and the young woman, were weeks into it, like, what the fuck are we doing? I don't understand anything that we're doing. And um, it's just amazing. Like, most of us just kind of, you know, we you, you, you figure it out, kind of. Um, and, but the idea that they, that they, like, what's the backstory? What's this? What's that? Like, it was just, they, they could not, they were confounded. Uh, but uh, what's really great too is that this is, uh, Katrine, you might have to help me with this. Was this the, this was the second part of the trilogy, right? Yeah. So the Elvis Nopsers is the first part. And then that goes into this one. And then it ends with uh, the umbrella. Um, and so anyway, yeah, it was, it was a real treat to have you guys perform this. Any other thoughts on? Uh... Yeah, I enjoyed listening to it. it pe these people seem committed 
to a, a superficial view of things. And that's like, that was their admirable place where they were. They just committed. And the crossword puzzle transition to life and death was, was wonderful. So it was really enjoyable to, to, to watch this, yeah, to, to experience it. Yeah. To me, it just felt like the news cycle, like seeing <laughs> news like cycles of like mass shootings or like people getting killed. And you're like, well, what, is, that, is that really classified as like, you know, a massacre? Like not that many people. Yeah, like it just totally yeah. reminded me of like a news cycle. It was like, is it really? And like yeah. society is as comparable to the weather or any other yeah. report. Exactly. Now, very astute. Uh, I, I won't say much more than that, but Katrine has uh, at some point, one of the actors said, what the hell does this mean? And, um, and she, uh, she allowed us to know what, uh, I forget one or all three of them were about, but, but yeah, you, you're, you're so close to hitting the nail on the head with that observation. Yeah. When I started reading it initially, just the read, I was, I was laughing out loud, like empathy. Come you're right. Is it just you? Right. <laughs> just so good. <laughs> yeah. Very, very well written and super like very creative. Yeah, I'd, I would love to perform this on stage. Yeah. This would be so much fun. Well, if she does end up being bicoastal and she wants to do it again, Katrine, I'd, I'd be happy to direct that because that it was it was an absolute treat to be involved in all three of them. And I feel like I really understand all three of these. So I'd be, I'd love to direct them now. But, Great. Yeah. I have you recorded, I'd say. Oh, you do? <laughs> you said it. You said it. You're oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what's going on, and I don't care. I still want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. It was really fun. Thank you.